All right, friends, taking a little sidestep here from what I was planning on talking about because I feel like it's important to flourish when we understand what's happening on a global scale. And I want to address what's happening in the Middle East because I really want you to be at peace, but I want you to be able to see it from a biblical and historical perspective so that you really are educated and you feel like you have the knowledge because God says, without knowledge, my people perish. And I don't want you perishing. We want you flourishing. All right, let's dig in. You're going to love it. Welcome to the Grace Current Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Will, Christian author, entrepreneur, and certified business coach. But confession, I did not get here by charging forward and asking God to bless my effort. Yeah, like me, have you found that road actually leads to a tough place of burnout and overwhelm with a healthy sad dish of doubt and confusion. But it's at this humbling place that I received an oh-so-sweet invitation to walk in the grace we have received. And friend, it is your inheritance too, and it comes from your Father who sits on a throne of grace. Yeah, it's how He gets things done in heaven and how He wants to collaborate with you on earth to see your life, your passions, your goals, and your God-sized dreams come to fruition with a clear path, exhilarating pace, without losing your peace. So if you're ready to be propelled by God's giant wave of grace, then grab your board. It's time for the ride of your life on the Grace Current. All right, welcome back to the podcast, everyone. I'm so excited to have you here today because I want to address what's going on in the Middle East and not from a perspective of right or wrong or argumentative, but sometimes when we've got some world stuff going on, it can be really hard to flourish and focus in our favor and to understand what God's up to. So I want to address some things today that he's been um, downloading to me as I've been seeking him out in this time. So this is just my heart of what I've been asking God and where, where he's been directing me to look and to focus so that I can stay encouraged and I can stay um, focused on the tasks that he has for me and the flourishing he has for me and trusting him a little bit deeper every day. But first, guys, a reminder to join in now. The link is open. It is thegracecurrent.com forward slash favored. And there you'll be able to join the January 8th group. Already we are starting our group. We're going to start encouraging you from this moment forward as soon as you join. And currently it is free to join if you jump in now because it is listed on our website for five bucks. And then is there is a $5 coupon in the show notes. So you can grab the coupon and grab the $5 price tag. But I warn you, it is going up every week. You will see the price increase as we get closer to um, the event in January. But that $5 coupon will always be in the show notes. So you can always grab it and get a $5 coupon and share it with your friends. It's unlimited. So grab that and let's dig into today's topic. Okay, how is everybody doing? I know there's a lot stirring and some of you are probably better than others at just compartmentalizing and moving forward with your lives and tuning out the noise and bravo you. Some of us are a little bit more um, just needing answers and needing God to give us some direction on world events. And so 
if that's you and you've been like me asking God, what the heck's going on? Um, this is for you. It is a time that we're just going to get encouraged here. So, okay. I want to just share with you some biblical and historical context to keep you focused and at peace. That's the goals, right? Focused and at peace so that you can enjoy your grace current with God. But historically, number one, we have to remember that Israel was at peace as long as they were in congruence with God, where they were obeying God, right? We look back to Deuteronomy when the charge was given by Moses from God to Moses to Moses to the to the land. He said, I swear by heaven and earth at this time, if you do all these things, then it will be well with you. And if you don't, then God's hand of protection is lifted. So there, Israel's inheritance of the promised land was always conditional upon their obedience and their congruence with God and God's ways. So only ever was his hand of protection lifted when they were attacked. He says, your enemies will be wiped out before they even think about attacking you unless you're in rebellion to me. So that is one historical context to, to remember as we're looking at the events that are unfolding today. All right. Also in Joshua 5, 12 through 15, the sons of Israel took the promised land in this chapter. This is when they actually stepped over into the promised land. The manna stopped. They ate the first fruits of the land. Do you remember that? And then Joshua looks up and he sees a man with his sword drawn. And he says, are you for us or for our foes, for our, our foes, <laughs> our enemies? And he says, no. He doesn't even really answer Joshua's question. He just says, no, like you're asking the wrong question. I am the captain of the host of the Lord's army. You're standing on holy ground. And Joshua says, well, what do you want me to do? He says, take off your shoes. You are standing on holy ground. In other words, this land, this is God's land. This is not Israel's land. This is God's land. Israel gets to steward it. Israel gets to own it. Israel gets to occupy it but it's God's. So take off your shoes as a symbol, as your understanding that this is God's land. I am not for you and I'm not for your enemy. I'm just on the side of God. And that's really a great way to look at what's happening right now is like, we are on the side of God. Whatever's happening right now, God, I'm with you. I'm with your angel armies. I'm not falling for the bait of um, picking sides. All right great reminder from again that was Joshua 5 12 through 15. All right third point we are told to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Jerusalem is actually a city Salem meaning peace. It's a place of peace. It's the place where God is coming back to restore his entire throne and live with us. Go back and read Revelation and like I just went back and read it with all new eyes with what's happening. It's like God is coming back. He is going to dwell among us. And in this city, the city of Jerusalem is going to be where he establishes his temple. There's no night when we come back to Jerusalem in the new earth. There, It's actually so illuminated by him, by his presence, that we get to come there and have no night. It is just his pure presence. 
And so our job is until he comes again is to pray for the peace of this city because it is supposed to be the hub of the future of all the nations, right? There's a tree that's for the healing of all nations. Um, there's a place where there's going to be healing because God says um, in Zephaniah that he, or Zechariah, that he is actually, it's both Zephaniah and Zechariah, great books to go back and read and see what God has planned for the future. For nations, he talks about nations and he talks about redeeming and restoring the daughter of Jacob, the daughter of Zion, the daughter of Jerusalem, the second, the second version, right? The second version, he's going to restore that and call it new and take away the whole reproach of Israel. Because can you imagine after everyone has been cleansed, right? He says, here's Zephaniah, uh, let's see, three, he says, um, wait for me for the day when I rise up. Indeed, my decision is to gather the nations and to assemble kingdoms and pour out on them my indignation, all my burning anger for all the work, all the earth is going to be under my fire and my zeal. Because this is how he gives purification and purified lips, he says, that they may all call upon the name of the Lord, all the nations, and serve him shoulder to shoulder. Woo! Can you picture this picture, right? All the nations serving shoulder to shoulder. And then we look at Israel and say, who are you? You were the chosen. You were the elect and you scorned it and you tossed it aside. That is going to be a huge reproach upon them in that moment. And God's going to remove it. It just shows his amazing love and his covenant that he is not going to break. He's coming back to restore Israel so that they can stand in their place and they can be a favored nation again. And he says, um, this is in Zechariah 2, 11, and many nations will join themselves to the Lord in that day and will become my people and then I will dwell in your midst and the Lord will possess Judah as his portion in the Holy Land and will again choose Jerusalem. So back to the whole point of praying for the peace of Jerusalem. When we're praying for the peace of Jerusalem, we're really praying for this whole ushering in and purification of the world, of the nations, so that God can come and restore the daughter Zion, the daughter of Jerusalem, and put her back in her rightful place again. Okay, point number four. Whew, if people come and squat here as um, the corrupt part opposing to be of God, he is going to deal with them, right? This is what these scriptures are saying, and I invite you to go back and review Zephaniah and Zechariah, where he talks about shaking and purging and cleansing. Um, that is what God wants for all the nations, right? He, he brought it first for the Jew and then for the Gentile. Point number five is that Jesus is the branch for the Jew and for the Gentile nations, for all, right? He is the branch. He is there to graft us into the Father, both Jew and Gentile. All right, so this current nation of Israel um, their whole ideology is not based on the Torah currently. They actually put higher than the Torah, which is the first five books of the Bible, the Pentateuch, 
um, the Talmud. And the Talmud is actually, it called, there's two of them. There's a Jerusalem Talmud and then a Babylonian Talmud. And I'm just telling you these things so you can go do your own homework. Um, but the Babylonian Talmud is, um, has got some pretty stark things to say about Jesus. And so I would invite you to go and do some homework. Um, if you have questions, you can always email me of like, Michelle, I really want to do research. I don't know where to look. I can definitely help you with that. Go ahead and email hello at thegracecurrent.com. But one thing, last thing I do, I do want to point out in Zechariah 2 is, um, 2, 7, he says, Jesus, God says, Ho Zion, escape, you who are living with the daughter of Babylon. Right, in Revelation, there's two times where it talks about the fall of Babylon. First time, the city, right? The second time, chapter 18, is the daughter of Babylon. So it is, it is a system, a spirit that kind of birthed out of the, the city of Babylon. And I'll leave you to do some of your own homework there, but it isn't anything that isn't congruent with righteousness, peace, and joy and um, the spirit of God. So it stands to come down and, and God says, come out of her, my people, come out of her, my people in Revelation and here in Zechariah, same thing, escape you who are living with the daughter of Babylon. For thus says the Lord of hosts, after glory, he has sent me against the nations which plunder you. For he who touches you touches the apple of his eye. For behold, I will wave my hand over them so that they will be plunder for their slaves. And you will know that the Lord of hosts has sent me. So sing for joy and be glad, O daughter of Zion. Right? The second generation. Be glad because I'm coming to wipe out those among you who are of Babylon, who are of the daughter of Babylon, a sort of the epic battle of the daughter of Babylon and the daughter of Zion is what we're looking at, um, I believe, currently, right now. Okay, so much more I could say, but I wanted to give that perspective uh, from what God's been showing me so that you all can just re charge, <laughs> recharge in scripture, recharge in who God is, that he's so forgiving and so loving. Like this is a picture of how much he loves the church, is how much he loved Israel first. He, he, his love is so spectacular and so firm and, um, so there for you. So right now, if you need to understand the love of God and how jealous he is for you to come under his protective love and um, come out of any spirit of Babylon that is in your life, I just invite you to ask God, is there a spirit of Babylon in my midst that I need to throw off um, that has come along in my thinking, in my uh, arenas of life that I need to come out of that I know you're kind of poking me right now and Lord would you just stir up anything that you want them to come out of so they don't have that burning fire of vengeance that is going to come and purge but Lord they step out of that wrath and into your protective love your jealous love for them to be safe and be in your care 
All right. I hope this encouraged you all today to keep going, keep flourishing. He's loving to watch you flourish. And so am I. Thanks so much for joining me on today's podcast. Did this episode encourage you or unlock something new for you today? I'd love to hear about it. You can drop me a message and leave a review on Apple iTunes or your favorite podcast platform. And then, hey, would you pray about who else in your life might need to hear this podcast too? Then share a link with them. Lastly, if you're looking for a more solid understanding of grace, you can get on the wait list for my new book by clicking on the link in the show notes. All right, friends, that's a wrap. We'll catch you next time on The Grace Current.